You're now entering a restricted zone. Welcome to Area 52. Hello, and welcome back once again to the Area 52 podcast. How you guys doing? How's everybody doing out there? Did you have a good week? We did, I assume, right? You I had, had a good great week. week. How yes. was your week, Melissa? It was wonderful. What'd you do? I didn't burn up out in the sun, so that was a good <laughs> week. You And we've discussed this before. We discussed it when we talked about your weird mutant pigment. mutant yeah <laughs> mutant pigmentation the most politically pigment. correct way i've ever heard anyone describe um, a yeah redhead but i, I mean it's been a lot and i'm okay it's I been didn't even get burned hot as can be oh it's been awful oh yeah true it, that it's been bad um, no seriously our flowers are they're struggling and i know because when they get like when there's a crunch <laughs> you went out there and I crunched worry. the flowers i worry that's when i worry yeah it's been but it's it's is it like that all over? I don't know. I don't know. I know they've been having. I follow this thing on Facebook called Severe Weather Europe, and it's just different. Uh, oh, weather. they're supposed to get tons of rain, like the yeah. whole month of August. Fl- I in mean, Europe. flooding is all rain, over yeah. Germany and Austria. Yeah. I mean, they just it's crazy. It, it, I mean, weather's weather's nuts. The heart all machine over. must be broke. Yeah, they got they somebody over left Europe. it on. Yeah. <laughs> Glenn, Glenn, did you leave the heart machine on again? Oh, God damn it. I'm, I'm home now. I, I got to go all the way back to the office. Oh, it's the over Europe. The knob fell off again. Yeah. <laughs> we can't get it back on. Fine. Just leave it on. We'll turn it off in the fall. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, it's, been, it's been nuts. I, I, um, we watched another couple episodes since the last time we talked about it. We, in fact, we watched one right before we came. To the podcast uh, that of that H H Holmes series, still not over yeah. yet. It's still, it's still every every. I mean, for all the kind of recreation and silly overacting bullshit. <laughs> yeah, that's the part reenactment of this, stuff is pretty funny. Uh, the voiceovers are yeah. just what get me. Hey, 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 Ken! I found something. You are not going to believe <laughs> what I have found. Great! I'll see. I'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> They're ter- I mean, they're just very convincing yeah. acting on that show. Very convincing. But every time I want to like write them off as kind of you know this uh, almost like fake silly TV investigative team, something that they uncover is interesting. Oh yeah, that's yes. how I am. I go back and forth because I'm like, there's no right. possible yes. way, yes. and then like they'll cut, and I'm like, well, you know, yeah, yeah. Like, it, it could be totally. The, yeah, the most recent one I think was the death that they had found of the uh, the prostitute in New York, mm-hmm. which she was strangled and disemboweled, yep. and they thought that that was interesting because it's an unsolved murder. And uh, he was in New York at the time. They kind of have this um, outline of of his journeys and his doings and things like that, where they can kind of account for the reasons that he's in these towns, and they can never really do that when he's in New York. So it's already kind of a suspicious thing when he goes there. And to have this murder that's kind of unsolved that fits the profile. Yeah. And a lot of the media and the police chiefs at the time likened it into one of the killings of Jack the Ripper. Yeah. Which oh, I think man. is crazy because yeah, that thought... to me was another piece I was like, maybe. Yeah. What I keep going back to is so superficial, but it's something you said last time when you're like, 
He looks like how Jack the Ripper looks. Like when you right. see the H yes, he does. Well, I know it's really like does. the style of the time, but every mm-hmm. time I'm like, it couldn't be him. Then I picture yeah. that and, picture in my mind. And, and it like, was that last episode. Like well, him. it was the end of episode two and the beginning of episode three where they compiled, they took all the witness descriptions mm-hmm. and read them to a woman and she compiled the the kind of sketch. You know how they would do the the, what is it called? That's a sketch. The sketch, right? But uh, the, the suspect, yeah, the suspect that's, sketch that's of the, the suspect person, profile. That's a name, yeah, a name for it. It's, yeah. I forget what it's called suspect now. Profile. S- suspect profile. Suspect sketch. I have no idea. Artist. <laughs> Whatever that thing is. Why does is it Foley sound so weird? Is Foley the voice one? The sound? Yeah, Foley is that. Okay, so it's, it's just a that. sketch. We ruled that out. A, Portfolio? A, a crime doer drawer. Is that right? A bad person it's something. drawing. They're called a something artist. A sketch artist. Sketch or artist. Or I don't know. Okay, this sketchy lady <laughs> put together this composite. Um, of all of these things and came up with a, a profile. And this picture was very, very similar. Like, very similar to the pictures of H.H. Oh, Holmes totally. that exist. Mm. So you're right about that. It is It is interesting. There, And I, I don't know. Right now on my DVR, it's scheduled for six episodes. I don't know if that means that seven and eight aren't scheduled yet. I don't know how many of these they're going to do, if they're going to wrap it up. But every episode that they do, there is something, some little mm-hmm. interesting t- bit to the timeline where you go, well, maybe he did. Yeah. Oh, well, if he was in New York and he killed that lady, it's very similar to this. <laughs> huh? Okay, maybe he did. Yeah. It's interesting. Yeah, you just can't write it off. Mm-mm, you can't. Um, before we get going uh, into today's topics, um, we did get an email. Quick little story I wanted to read with you guys uh, and get your opinions on. Is it so. a complaint? Yeah. Okay. This is Danny. Shh. Is that from you? Yeah. I just hold on. I just need to send this email. Okay. okay. And send. We have two emails. Um, here's the one. Here's the one from uh, Kenzie Elaine, uh, listener Kenzie Elaine, and she writes, Danny, Melissa, and Marcus. Hey guys. So I have a pretty. Hey. <laughs> you threw him off. Sorry. <laughs> It was so personal. It was just to all of us individually. Right. But she can't hear you. I can. And I'm the one reading the story. She will hear it. Hey. Hey. Hey, guys. So I have a pretty interesting story that I'd like to share with you. My family and I moved to Kearns, Utah, almost two years ago. And a few months ago, my boyfriend started experiencing some weird things. One night... I had a terrible nightmare involving my daughters. It was so bad that I woke up crying and woke my boyfriend up for comfort. The next morning, we talked about what had happened, and my boyfriend mentioned that when I woke him up and he rolled over to face me, he said he saw this woman wearing all black walking away from me. Oh, my gosh. When he told me this, goosebumps like crazy. Yeah. A couple nights later, my boyfriend woke up because he heard a noise, And when he walked in the living room, he saw a little girl in white and saw a bright orange circle of light on the wall. He rubbed his eyes and it was all gone. When he told me this, the next morning we tried to recreate the light he saw on the wall but have been unsuccessful. He hasn't experienced it since. I've never seen the lady in black or the light, but I see movement in the corner of my eye sometimes. I figure out what it was, others I don't. I've seen this girl in white as well, and I was convinced it was our oldest daughter walking to her room at night, but I've seen her more than once and now believe it to be something more. 
Since all of these experiences, I get weird feelings in certain rooms at certain times as if something is watching, but nothing so uncomfortable as to where I'm scared for my family. It reminds me of good old times in ghost hunting, honestly. honestly. So she's had paranormal experiences or gone out mm. looking for them. So she knows what she's feeling, I guess, based on her experiences. Anyway, thanks for reading, and I hope you share on the podcast. I love your uh, opinions, thoughts, inputs, etc. You guys rock. Thanks again. Well, thank you, Kenzie. Um, yeah, thanks for saying uh, that. That's terrifying. Yeah, that is way scary. the The lady in black freaks me out because I feel like she was giving her nightmares. Like, yes, I think there was some kind of connection. Because yes, I've heard that you know creepy apparitions and stuff can go into your dreams and uh, good ones too, which I is like that. having yeah. dreams and talking to good ghosts in the house. I believe that. But you, like, you had a dream, oof. but wasn't a dream. I did. It's, it wasn't a it, dream. Yeah, and like there's there's personal aspects to it, but the the kind of uh, cut and dry of it was, it, I believe that we investigated a place um, down here in Salt Lake that was it was called Bar Deluxe. Is that fine if I say it? Yeah, well, well I think it's a mystery. I, mean, I already did. Yeah. So. <laughs> well, I mean, we can beep it. We can. You know what? What if we did, beep, and then we, it just beep. made like it was oh, just the mystery. Yeah, the mystery. The mystery of it. spot. It would, just, it would cripple someone. <laughs> All right, right. I'll, I'll, I'll. No, it's okay. So, anyways, it was Bar Deluxe, and I, I really feel like that was one of the places I actually felt um, negatively affected, and I had mm-hmm. some weird things happen to me, and I truly believe that something followed me home that was dark and negative because it was, um, it was like a nightmare, but it wasn't, and it was just perfectly in my room, like nothing was different, you know, within the dream, and it was like it was coming through the window, and it was this gray, like skinny figure with black straggly hair and it didn't have a face and it was it was fucking terrifying okay <laughs> i don't sounds terrifying it was terrifying and it was one of the most frightening things that's ever Jesus. happened to me. and that so, happened right after you guys were it there did. like it was that oh night my God, it happened so that scary. night that i fell asleep and it was i just <sighs> i really know that something was with me it wanted to show you that there was something there yes and, oh, it, and, and the way that it made me feel the the kind of i know this sounds this sounds crazy. It sounds crazier than the thing that I that I saw, but um, it's it's the way that it made me feel, or the ideas that it instilled within my head. It was like it knew the things that truly, at the deepest part of me, bothered me or would really yeah. affect me, and it was like it knew those things. And it was like Jesus. I said, it felt dark. So um, I went through, I guess, the, the most proper procedures I know of of kind of dispelling, like cleansing, those things. yeah. Yes. And I, Good idea. And truly, like, I've never had anything like that happen to me before, ever again. And Good. I feel very protected as Good. a person. I don't feel like, you know, mm-hmm. dark things are allowed within my space, if that makes sense. So no, I, I feel like that. I don't Good. know. Yeah, what? that's creepy. What, what are you, Sounds like a fear demon or something. No, I just, it's, okay. a, it's I've God. heard this story and it's, it's just one of those things where it's like, mm. I mean, I was, I was right next to you and I, yes. you know, nothing, you know, nothing affected me. It's, it's just strange how that how these things are so interesting and personal. And, and, and I just, yeah, it's a fascinating story. Oh, yeah. yeah. The and thing it, about the paranormal, like this, like how Kenzie said, she's not necessarily fearing for her family, and nor would I just by seeing things, unless they kind of started to negatively affect you. It's like this sixth sense to me where, you know, he has the ability to see dead people, but it's like, who wants that? <laughs> I know. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's just the idea of, I don't I don't want to come around the corner at night and see yeah, a ghost. See I just yeah. don't want it. All right? Like, the, the one positive thing I think about Kenzie's story, though, is I, I think there's good things there, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, she said she I didn't think so too. uncomfortable just 
the sense of you yeah. know tingles and, and like and yeah, he energy. saw like the kid the orange light and the orange light like i feel like, like there's probably thing. positive and negative going yeah, on that, that, that black lady was yeah. walking away keep walking yeah, yeah. The, <laughs> the lady in black <laughs> don't need that well, um, the little happy kid ghost oh. that's okay we had you know what this was kind of interesting i'll just bring this up because it just happened last night we had a very interesting night last night danny and i we uh we were outside watering our lawn just because we, you know, you go out kind of. You guys water your lawn at like two in the morning. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's what I well, do. Well, you wait too. until it goes down. You know, the sun goes down. Every human should. So like, just I could just get a sprinkler system, but yeah. I'll just go out and water it. I'm awake anyway. Yeah. And I, you know, it's kind of fun to stand out there mm-hmm. and water in the lawn. And all of a sudden, we hear boom, boom, like these like two... fireworks? No. Like, it sounded like explosions. Yeah. And like bombs. Jesus. And so we assume. It, it's a car We've heard that accident. sound before. Oh, yeah. Because, and we just like go. a bad it, one or something. Yeah. And so, like, ugh, I didn't even turn the hose off. She had a chair outside. We literally just sprinted down to the car and headed up the street. And it was just right up the street. And we were, because of the time it was, there were no other cars passing. The only people that were there were the two cars that were in the accident. And then um, a lady who was just behind one of the cars that got hit. And. I guess this guy had just ran a red light. I mean, there was no alcohol or drugs or anything involved. He was just ran the red light and hit this, these two teenage girls and sent their car. I mean, spinning. spinning. They flew into the parking lot of the bank, but like they missed the tree, the light pole. Um, they, they had branches cool. in their engine. The car was smashed to shit. I'll show you a picture. Dude, like, Melissa, spun, and he hit oh the sign, God. this poor bank sign, by the way. It's Jesus. like a mountain America or something. And it's been it hit like it's been demolished like twice in the last six months by cars. It's amazing. But that's the um, car. That's the girl's car. The oh teenage girl. Oh my god, girls. the picture is terrifying. And yeah, then, there's a tree like right through yeah, the front. And in yeah. her like her hoods or her uh, the yeah, the hood you of the car. You can see is her completely like smashed a, in wheel and the door was smashed shut. And so we get there. And we, we fully, when we were driving over there, we kind of looked at each other and said, we may get over there and see something we don't want to see. Uh, yeah, first yeah. responder. You know, this could, this could be totally. hor- horrible. Mm-hmm. But we also thought, like, we would be some of the ones that could at least get there first and not mm-hmm. just hope for someone to drive by and, oh, and, yeah. and call yeah, if someone really it, yeah. needs help. Yeah. And so we we pulled into the, to the bank parking lot where, because at first we had seen just the guy who was hit had hit the bank sign and that bank sign uh, on the corner of that street has been hit. I mean, it yeah, wasn't I just even said this. Yeah, yeah. I just saw that. And, and a few it's times, in a bad place. Yeah. The that, bank and, sign. I mean, the whole, that whole street, there was another tree. I mean, there's there's a few of these. And so when we pulled in, because the other side of this car that was smashed up didn't necessarily look like this. It just kind of looked like a car with its hood up. Yeah, and I we come hit. around and see this, and we realize that the girls, one of the girls, is still in there. Oh Jesus! And so the one is out, and she seems to be fine. We oh, go to check on the other one, and she's. She's miraculously she's got a she's got a broken arm. Okay. Yeah, she's, just, she's like I'm pretty sure she's, my arm's, I think my broken. arm's broken. It looks oh, weird. And I mean, girl. you can she's holding yeah. it, and there's a, I mean, it's broken. Yeah. And other than that, she was fine. And they were the most, like they were calm. They were <laughs> just you know really Ugh. really amazing young girls that had been through brave a, brave girls, a, an unbelievably lucky experience. No and the, that and the guy that hit him. I mean, he had a head injury. We never did see him. He he was wrapped by the time because we were checking on the girls. Mm-hmm. But I guess he was bleeding because he yeah. When so. you guys got there, was there like an ambulance coming up too, or did you guys have to call like 
were they no, already there? No, there was a lady there? that was right behind the oh, okay. girls as they so were traveling. So another car saw it. Yeah, so okay. they were both traveling like south through the intersection, and he was coming the other oh, way perpendicular God. to them. And um, hit them, T-boned them, and they both went spinning. He ended up over here by the sign. He's getting towed out. That's when oh that was. Oh, my God. But so. she called. And Jesus. so but by, when we were there, it was just us and the people involved in the accident. Oh so there wasn't God. anybody there so yet. Scary. So Yeah. And that poor lady locked herself uh, out of her car. She yeah, her she's so panicky. Yeah, but oh. it was a crazy night. It really was. But, I mean, it was, it was really... I'm glad those Amazing girls weren't there. hurt yeah. worse, though, because that's oh, yeah. terrifying. She'd only, she said she'd only had her car. For under a month. Oh, my <laughs> God. It wasn't her... even her fault. How no. awful. No, no she's Poor just. girl. They were lucky. So it was it was an interesting night, but yeah. Um, and then oh. we you you started doing a little research. Kind of ties into what we wanted to talk about today. You know, we had kind of gotten into our into our heads that we wanted to do another episode about weird disappearances or cases, because there, there's so many. There's literally hundreds There's of these. so many, it's terrifying. I mean, it's crazy. But kind of going into this, you we had noticed there was a missing persons poster around, and they were everywhere around our area. So you kind of did some digging into this case, and it's it's kind of an interesting case. It is kind of an interesting case. Uh, it's a local guy here, young kid. People around this area within Utah may have already heard about this, and it social media has probably carried it the story further outside the state as well. But um, young kid, 30 years old, named Paul Swenson. Uh, I guess he was, he lives in American Fork. Uh, he has a wife and a young daughter, like pretty brand new baby. Um, and uh, he just kind of went missing. I guess he had an appointment. This is the thing. The family is, I think there's a little bit of. Uh, They're not, not telling the whole story. Absolutely. That is exactly what I'm going for. Um there's there's a lot of stuff like that where they're just not quite disclosing all of the information that I think that they should in order to help us. And so, you know, they're saying that he had an appointment up here. They're not saying what it was or where it was, if it's a doctor or anything like that. Um, but they did say that there's a chance that he was suffering some kind of mental uh, crisis or a breakdown. His wife said that he was acting a little bit funny um, within the weeks before this and that day. And he had gone to the doctor earlier that day complaining of, like, thinking he had heart issues or something wrong with him. Oh, that's way scary. Yeah. And so I guess he was coming up here, and he just never came back. And he had his family's uh, black BMW. I think it was an X6 is what they said. Mm -hmm. Um, And it was found near Parkview Elementary. so Which Which is is right in my neighborhood. Oh, that's crazy. So crazy. Oh. What kind of, what like... My sketchy neighborhood, I should say. Well, and the thing I, is, I live in an area that's a little. Well, he was supposedly last seen at the O'Reilly Auto Parts, and I don't know if that's like they tracked him via the GPS of his car because that's how they found the car was the GPS. Oh, I live right by an O'Reilly too. I wonder yeah, if that but that they one. said Wait, they the... said it was the one right kind of near where we live on. Oh, 9th, in Taylorsville on Ninth, um, on Ninth and like forty seven hundred yeah. South. That yeah. one right there by the Walmart. So. They think that that's where he was. So, I mean, we're talking like, what, five miles from mm-hmm. where yeah, this was? Yeah, totally different house. place. Um, and the car was found under suspicious circumstances. Let's try it one more time. <laughs> the car was found under suspicious circumstances. That's so weird. What does that mean? Uh, I and wish it the took, car was found under stolen. suspicious. <laughs> it took me, like, digging through five news stories to figure out what they meant by that. But I guess that it was because they found a bottle of alcohol 
and two backpacks and some strange clothing is what they said that was not <laughs> Everything Paul's. is so strange and like yeah. unstrange yeah. And then his, uh, his phone has been off since. It was oh, actually geez. on the 27th that he went missing. So I believe that was last of July? Thursday. Yes. Oh, so it's this like, is it's way fresh. recent. Um, and so his car was found the next morning, that Friday, very early, very early oh, in the morning. Oh, my God. Um, but here's the weird thing. So I kind of went through... I fell down this rabbit hole last night. Trying um, to find Very him. early in the morning. <laughs> yes. Like, I went through all the comments on the, the Find Paul Swenson uh-huh. Facebook page. You know, I went... Apparently, his wife is a Utah blogger. Kind of like... Oh, okay. A lot of, um, you know, young women here yeah, are. Yeah, they have and a blog. Like that. So, mm-hmm. I, I guess she's a, a, a blogger. I think her name is Ashley Swenson. And so, I went on her blog because I guess, like, this is what's weird. On the page, they had... Uh, a video that was kind of like it was very well produced like it had like a uh cinematic quality quality. it It did it did it did and it was like and you know her and and her her mother-in-law so what's kind of weird is like paul's parents aren't really involved in this much but i guess that they're much older than like his wife's parents are so it's his mother-in-law that's in the video with her and and their daughter and and she's just like, you know, where whatever wherever you are, whatever happened, we're here with love and we want to support you and, and give the- you love. So more like they know that either he left, you know, or they don't believe that he's like kidnapped. Yeah, or something. it's like they're almost trying to convince like, him to come home. And yeah. it's a it's a weird kind of if you see this video, maybe you've seen it, um, people on social media, but it's it's really kind of it has a weird it, feel to like it. they're trying like to ask him video. to come back. Yes. Yeah, it seems like a weird video Directed to make him. if mm-hmm. you thought that your husband and the father of your child had been murdered or it was yeah. his, he was taken. taken or the car was seems stolen. more like they're trying to talk to yeah, him. It was like, really it weird, and and so I guess like um, he, I I see this video and I'm like, this is really weird. You know why why is this so well done? Because it like showed footage of of her like telling him she was pregnant and then like the birth like in this video. Oh, so it was like home movies. Yeah, and stuff? yeah it like, was, but like shot quality. like HD quality. Now, and that's before I knew that she was a blogger. And I so thought, it makes well, that sense makes that she sense might have that the she footage. would have that. Yeah, and, so, yeah. And I kind of figured out that that's why that was done that way. That someone kind of did that video for them. Um, but it is interesting because someone pointed out that on her blog on June 28th, so a month prior to him missing she posted a post that was called uh monsters are real or monsters do exist one of those but she talks about you know not being able to conceive and having a rocky marriage and feeling lied to by her husband so there's an interesting little oh there's a big dynamic going on here yeah so then a month later all of this happens so i don't know to me it's like there's a lot of ways you could look at this i mean he could have had an appointment and i i hate to not to defame anyone's character or anything like that but um you know, maybe it was drugs, yeah. I, you know, maybe yeah. narcotics or uh, whatever it was. But maybe he was up here, you know, making a transaction yeah. and either something went wrong or he knew that the police had discovered it was his car and he Ditched had to abandon it because yeah. he didn't want to be held responsible mm-hmm. or he's hiding. But um, oh, scary. It's, it's just weird because they're not giving us all the information mm-hmm. and it seems like they're trying not to to say something yeah yeah i do believe they are a religious kind of yeah i was gonna say home, it's utah county which is very yes. yeah but religious you, in the but area also notoriously uh, and tragically um known for having Not a talking huge about drug things. problem yeah exactly i mean seriously Covering like it's, it's, one, of the biggest, it's yes. one of the biggest counties problem, in this state oh, that yeah. has a drug problem yeah within those those um uh families i guess yep. you could say which are non-stereotypical to who you believe 
would have a drug problem, but it's kind of something they that's very definitely have a drug not problem. talked about. So. It's either illegal drugs or prescription drugs. Yeah. That whole area has a drug problem, yes. like of some yes. kind. It's so sad. it does seem like like there is there are answers, but they're they're not they're not giving him. Yeah, it seems right. like there's a bigger story mm-hmm. going yeah. on too. That's mm-hmm. an interesting oh, thing. Well, I hope he's okay wherever he yeah, is. Yeah, I do too. So this is now what day four or five. Yeah, yes. so the twenty seventh. Mm-hmm. Wow. Oh yeah. So the ho- third, ho- right? Yeah. So hopefully he. Ho- no, the second. Yeah. Me. So hopefully he he um contacts just, his family. It's just been soon. so hot out there. So, I mean, like, we've had some of the hottest days, right. you know, since he's been missing. And so hopefully wherever he is, he's hydrated. And I don't know. <laughs> Drink I don't know. Lots hopefully of water. he's hopefully he know. is it's okay. And hopefully it's uh yeah it's Scary. not. If you see him, um, he's about I guess six feet tall. He's like hundred and ninety pounds. We can he's post his picture. Tall kid. He's, he's well built. He looks like he works out. And he has like a half sleeve on his arm. Red hair. Um, yeah. kind of, he's a ginger. That, don't that, let him be outside. Yeah, with that kind he's of that shave side up. long top. Um, Handsome guy. Uh, yeah. yeah. So we'll it's interesting. A picture I don't know. Too bad and that... maybe that's why it's so popular because it's so uh, oh, atypical to who the profile of missing person yeah. and, and things like that. But well, yeah. we'll we'll post about it and uh, share it on on social media and Hopefully stuff. But he that turns up okay. Yeah, absolutely. I I, I, I really do hope because that's the thing about these disappearances is it's the it's the ongoing questions, and we've talked about that with murder investigations that have never been solved or previous disappearances where people just up and disappear. And, and there's so many of these cases, and we wanted to talk about a few more of them. We, we'd really hope to talk about a bunch, but it's like you start getting into it and you realize we, you can't. There's just so many. There's so many. There's, there's, oh first of all, there's, there's so scary. 25 or 30 famous ones. Yeah. And then there's, then there's all these ones that you kind of fall into rabbit holes and hear about. Um, so today we kind of wanted to talk about a, uh, at least one, maybe two, depending on how much time we have, of uh, of uh, an interesting disappearance case that still to this day haunts the uh, surviving family members. Um, and it's uh, something maybe you've heard of. It's uh, kind of one of those cases that in the, you know, the, the kind of the paranormal or supernatural world, there's certain cases you've heard about. The Dyatlov Pass incident, right? Yeah. Or, it kind of reminds me of Hinterkaifeck. Or Kinterkaifeck. That's the one that it really reminds <laughs> right. me of. Right. These, these ones where something happens and they, it's not Jack the Ripper, but it, when you're us and you hear about them, it, it, you know about these yeah. cases. And one of those cases that kind of always gets um, brought up on these lists and, and we've talked about it and we were thinking about it. And we just thought, well, you know what? We've never really talked about this before. And it's the case of the missing solder children. Yes. Which is a fascinating story. Which it, And what's interesting about this is that it is either the craziest, most insane thing, or it's a very simple case with some, some answers that just you can't wrap your brain around. Yeah. I, I don't know. So let's give kind of an overview of what we're dealing with, okay? So, um, there was a family, the Sodders, from Italy. A, from Italy, right? <laughs> he had come here from uh, Italy as a, as a as a younger man. I believe both him and his wife, right? Mm-hmm. So, uh, well, he wasn't a child. He had, yeah, he, had yeah, he was an adult in Italy. Came here. Came here. Um, I believe, Jenny, under right? suspicious Jenny, circumstances, yeah, and his wife, Jenny, were both <laughs> Italian immigrants. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. They they both kind of uh, had had come here to make a new life, and, and he uh, start, started first in the trucking business and then ended up getting into coal. Uh, they also had uh, 10 children. Yeah. 
Um, ten, so many so, kids. Ten so children. Many kids. So like many from like kids. the age of like 25 to two or something. I mean, I guess yeah. you would have to if they're. Yeah, you got to spread yeah, out a little bit. You got to space that shit out. <laughs> Just logically. You got a lot of luck with twins yeah. or something. Now, here's the basic overview. All right. The basic kind of Wikipedia overview of the incident. And then we'll go back through and dissect this just so people understand what we're talking about in context. On Christmas Eve, so December 24th, 1945, a fire destroyed the solder home in Fayetteville, 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 Fayetteville it, home in Fayetteville, West Virginia, which is here in the United States. At the time, it was occupied by George Sauter, his wife, Jenny, and nine of their 10 children. During the fire, George and Jenny and four of the nine children escaped. The bodies of the other five children were never found. The Sauters believed for the rest of their lives that the five missing children survived. Now, it's it's a it's an interesting it's an interesting thing. Okay, so you just go right. Well, so uh, a, a house burns down. Well, family fires happen all the time, but the, the the way that the fire kind of spread and the way that the whole night was laid out, and then the fact that throughout all of the investigation, they never found any human remains in the. Well, aside from the, the 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 little parts that we'll talk about, uh, is a very interesting thing because then you kind of go, okay, what kind of crime are we dealing with here? And so, um, George actually disputed all his life the fire department's finding that the blaze was an electrical fire. Yeah, because he just had his um, house like inspected mm-hmm. to make yeah. sure it was wired correctly but that's what they blamed the fire on was yeah. improper wiring that's totally what they were and he was on. like it can't be because i just had it looked at right so th- basically the 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 night went like this um they were they were all celebrating and whatnot it was christmas eve and uh some of the kids wanted to stay up the kids who ultimately ended up either a dying or going missing. Let's kind of let's kind of explain who Which all of the kids weird. are. Which right. Which is weird. So, George and Jenny are the two parents. All right? The kids that lived were 2-year-old Sylvia, Marion, who was 17, John, who was 23, the and George, who was 16. There was one other so, son Joe, but he was actually away in the war. In the war. Yeah. Now, um, from from all accounts that we read, the two boys, George Jr. and John, had been working with their dad all day long, were exhausted, had gone up to bed, and all three of the men had gone to sleep. Um, Jenny had taken young Sylvia upstairs to bed, and Marion, the 17-year-old, was asleep on the couch. Asleep on the couch. Okay. Now, the kids that died slash disappeared, mm-hmm. Maurice who was 14, yep. Martha, who was 12, yep. Luis, who was 9, Jenny, I'm Jenny Jr., yep. I guess, who was 8, and Betty, who was 5. Yeah, they also had, and George Jr. was the one that lived. But I'm just saying they had a George, a George Jr. Jr. 16. and a Jenny Jr. Yeah. Just so. to keep that straight. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so on, on Christmas Eve, um, the kids wanted to stay up, and she said, What'd she say? She said, that's fine. Just keep As your long chores. as your chores are done. And right. I think that had to do with it, either feeding or watering the livestock. It yeah, had checking the chicken coop. Something outside so, and something inside. And she also asked that they do 
kind of the typical thing that they do where they close the blinds and turn off all the lights and make sure the doors are locked when they're done. Right. So she goes up to bed at around 1230 that night. Someone calls the house. Now, this has been one of those disputed facts. Some people in the conspiracy side of things say somebody was calling and because the call was weird. Right. Yeah. A, like, a little bit. Like, I what think. was it? Do you remember exactly what it was? It was like a. Well, it was just someone who had called and asked if someone was there that was, um, you know, by the name of someone who did not live in the Sauter family home. And um, when Jenny Sr., I guess, you know, she was the one to answer. She was the one that got up out of bed to answer the phone. And when she did and, and the person asked if they were there and, and she said no, the person made a really weird laugh that's what she said that was kind of her words very strange cackly laugh or something it was weird and then jenny thought that was weird and just hung up and And um, she could also i I think hear like clinking of glasses like like the sound of a party and again it was it was christmas Christmas eve Eve, Mm -hmm. so it's it's very likely there was a party and someone could have called the wrong number it's it's a likely thing however she said it was weird and you never know if it's if it's something strange. I think what you're going to say is if, if someone was checking to see if they were home. or Right, but reports a, have said that police did track down the woman. the woman, and it was a neighbor who just said she had misdialed. Yeah. So there are conflicting reports. Uh, some people cover all of all of it, and some people just go, the mysterious phone call. Yeah. Um, you'll see there's parts of this that, like, depending on who you watch or what you read— some people just say, well, it's this, and the other people tell the story in a different way. So there's a couple different mythologies about the Sodder uh, mystery. Um, it does say that that not long after the phone call, so she just went back up to bed. So not long after the phone call, Jenny, the mother, again, hears what she s- thinks is something hitting the roof and then rolling down the roof. Like a Molotov cocktail. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what I said. And she hears, yeah, like a huge thud like on the... On the roof, and then, you know, something rolling off, essentially. And about 30 minutes later, she wakes up to the smell of smoke in the houses and Oh, in my flames. God, that's so scary. So they all come running downstairs, the the parents, the two older boys, mother with the with the uh, the youngest, uh, the Sylvia. Young, Sylvia, and then the 17-year-old Marion. And so they get outside, and they realize that none of the other five children are there. So they believe that all those kids were sleeping up in the attic. So mm-hmm. they go running back in. The, the The stairs are on fire. They can't get up there. Um, and this is where it starts getting weird. So they go outside to try and get to the window. They try to start the trucks up, which had worked earlier that day. And, you know, so they can maybe back it up, get on the roof, try to get up there. None of the trucks will start. Now, you brought something up is that, like, you said, well, did they ever check to see if the there was they had been tampered with, and I I, I never heard anything like that. Yeah, yeah they also I don't had, think they inspected the cars, or at least it's not right, documented. Right, but wasn't there a ladder too? They that had, he... I was just going to say that. Now they had been using those vehicles earlier in the day, so oh, that okay. that is kind so of something. Is that they, they were not like just trucks that are like hope they work this time. Yeah, you know, was, they were working, they were functioning earlier in the day, and and they didn't work that night. Strangely, both of them failed. Um. Yes, and then the ladder. So George Sr. had a ladder that he kept uh, in a specific place near the house that he thought, because um, that was kind of his idea, is I, I've got to get these kids out of there. Mm-hmm. you know. And they were calling to them and, and screaming to them and hoping that they would hear them. And so when he goes to get the ladder, um, it was nowhere to be found uh, within its normal area. And then they did later find it kind of off in like a ravine or a ditch, just kind of uh, several yards away from the home. Um, Strangely enough. So 
Um, now, both of those things, uh, people think that they've kind of come to an idea of, of a theory for those. Yeah, it sounds like tampering. It does. And there was, I guess, a guy or two guys that people had said they saw two men near the Sauter home that night. And they, they were able to identify who the men were. And so they interviewed one of them, and he did admit to being there. And uh, he claimed that he did cut. And this is the other thing is that the telephone wire was cut. And he cut the telephone wire, which was a, a one that was within the air, not a, a ground one or a, by the home. One that was, you know, suspended from the, the telephone poles. And um, he admitted to cutting that. And so they kind of rationalized maybe he used the ladder to... Uh, crawl up and get that, and that's why it was moved, and that's why that happened. And he said he did it because he thought it was a power line. Yes. Yeah, not a not a. Uh, power um, line. And he was there. He was a thief, and he was stealing some of the what did they call it? Lock the and block and tackle. Block and tackle, which is kind of that huge like wood and metal hook that you see on like a really thick rope that people <laughs> use to like move big heavy stuff like around. Engines? Yes. In yes. Cars. Exactly like that. So. That's really all that it was. And I'm guessing it was of some value back in the day. Oh, yeah, know? probably. So, so that's what they were to there to it. steal. Why Why they needed to cut the electricity um, yeah, if weird. they were stealing that is is kind of a mystery to them. But they can they kind of feel like they can rationalize the ladder with that. But it doesn't um, add up to the missing children yeah. if they are missing. And that's the thing. is So the they assume these children are up in the attic. I and mean, they still assume that the kids are up in the attic. Mm-hmm. So... Not only was was um, now it, here's the thing is at the time, e- even though the the official um, ruling was the electrical fire, they said that they could still see lights on inside the house. Mm-hmm. Christmas lights were on throughout the blaze, mm-hmm. so they kind of t- the the their I guess eyewitness statements don't coincide at all with the idea that yeah, it was because, an electrical fire. Tragically enough, they said they. Watched the Christmas tree burn because it was still illuminated <laughs> oh, with the light. So, so sad. Jesus, that's such <laughs> that's a sad really sad. vision. Sad. So, yeah, um, they, so yeah. The 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 telephone pole was also on fire. In addition, mm-hmm. have been cut. But Jesus. so the, the so Marion, they sent her running up to a neighbor's to go use the phone. So she goes running up, and they call the fire station. And this is another one of those things. And and I guess depending on how you read these things, it. it plays on whether or not it's a sinister thing or it just makes perfect sense. Keep in mind that all of this was Christmas Eve. So she gets there, and a lot of people point out, well, nobody answered at the fire station for a long time. Like like it was some sort of conspiracy against them getting this fire yeah. put out. And they also point out that once they did get somebody on the line, it then took, even even though the fire station, the fire engine was only located two and a half miles from the blaze, <laughs> that it took six to seven hours, depending on reports, to get there. Yeah. and That's and what pretty is, bad. That's what is, not good turnaround time, fire department. No. <laughs> now, there's Shameful. a couple things to keep in mind, is that I think, was it Morris that was the, the fire? Yes. Fire Chief Morris. He mm-hmm. was actually kind of discovered in one of the bars there, because someone... Saw the home of uh, Blaze and and kind of went looking for him. And they found him in the bar and said, this is happening. This house is on fire. And he was certainly hesitant to go do it. Um, And kind of the reason for that is because they didn't have individual breathing apparatuses back in that time. So, I mean, it was very risky for firemen to go into homes that were still burning burning at that intense rate. Right. And so... I mean, they didn't have the technology. It's not like, you know, the firefighters of today just charging into a building. It was, um, they were limited in what they could do. So I think a lot of the time they would wait for the fire to, to kind stop. of, de- yeah, distinguish themselves. And so 
they didn't get there for about seven hours after the uh, the fire had started. And so the Sauter family watched it burn for 45 minutes until I think um, it kind of stopped or. Yeah, they got there. It was still like a small, it was a smoldering yeah. pile of ash. But here's, oh. and here's another point to, to the, the people pointed out why it took them so long to get there was that due to chain of command, it was kind of like this way where one fireman would call the next fireman who would call the yeah. next fireman. And again, it's Christmas Eve. And again, there was a war. So a lot of these men, these volunteers who had been firefighters weren't available. So, yeah. I mean, it, was, it wasn't it was now where you just go, hey, fire, and they go, whoop, and nine yeah. engines come yeah. to you. Yeah. This was a small town on Christmas mm-hmm. Eve in the middle of a war. It, it was fucking cold. <laughs> and yeah, I mean, it's... It's a yeah. different thing. Oh. We, we rationalize it with us today. Poor family. But that's not how it was in 1945. No, not at all. Um, now, uh, there were some witnesses. There were some witnesses who had, who had seen, and this ties into the, the theories that the house was burned down. Um, a local bus driver allegedly came forward and said that he had seen, quote, balls of fire being tossed at the solder house. Hmm. So... That kind of that kind of suspicious, yeah. Um, now, he, here's here's kind of some of the the things that lead people to believe why somebody would have wanted to burn down this house. Because uh, you go, why why would anybody his, uh, kill all these kids and 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 this man, this family man? Well, George himself was a very outspoken opponent of Benito Mussolini, um, the dictator who. Uh, was ultimately killed by his own people in Italy. Um, but, uh, you know, he he was very outspoken. And a lot of the Italian immigrants did not take kindly to that. Um, there are also stories that he may have been uh, in, not in with the mafia, but they, they do say that the Italian mob had quite a hold on the coal industry back then. And so there could have been dealings with the mafia. Maybe he was standing up yeah. to the mob. They also don't know why he left Italy. They don't yeah. know his reasoning, and so a lot of them think that he was either trying to escape something or, you know... Maybe either he, had, yeah, tried to Yeah, leave. so they, they do kind of think that because there's a little bit of mystery surrounding his background and, and the reasons why he left, and his strong distaste for Mussolini, like you mentioned, and uh, that may have got him in trouble. Ooh, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it's it's... It's interesting. Now, here's one of the here's one of the things that was a little one of the points of discrepancy that either this makes perfect sense and crime solved, or why why is this only in a few of the reports? Most of the reports say that at one point some random insurance salesman showed up and was trying to get him to buy insurance and a life insurance this is what sold me this totally sold me this part it would it would seem like they have enough to incriminate this fellow right and he says and then he realizes he's not going to make the sale so he starts getting very upset and ends up yelling you know your house is going to burn down your kids are going to die in a fire well he says (laughs) no your house will you know burn and your children will be destroyed that's what he said and he said you will pay for your what does he say? What you've Dirty been saying remarks. About, about Mussolini. Yeah, but he directly mentions that. So he kind of, those yeah. are three very like important the, Yeah, there's something else right going on there. there. Talks like about the house something. fire, the kids, and what you talked about. So, I mean, like, to me, uh, that's pretty incriminating. Yeah. Now, but, go, ahead. go ahead. I was going to say that just, there's some reports that just say he's a random insurance salesman, and then there's this 
the uh, some other ones that, that we heard and read that said he was George's previous employer. Yeah. Um, but also that he was that the salesman was a, the same guy or among the same dudes who were on the committee who decided that the that it was an electrical fire. The jury, yeah, yeah, yeah or the yeah. committee or whatever. Yeah. yeah so how is that? Insurance so salesman must, was on that. So to me, it's like, why don't they have a name for this guy? Yeah. Why isn't he part of all of these stories? They why didn't is it have just... a name for his previous employer? If you can look that up, I think it was the mafia like, doesn't I think it was exist, like genitalia or genitalia or something yeah. like that. Um, it was a very Italian sounding name, but he was such just, a cover up. I swear. I think so. <laughs> like, and see, just and so some obvious. of the witness statements about the children and things like that. Right. And I mean. Uh, with what Jenny heard, and I mean, they also found like this green rubber, you know, thing that had like these kind of spikes coming off of it, and they're called a, a, a pineapple, pineapple napalm bomb. Yeah, yeah. So very consistent with be fire you know, going through the air, being thrown at your house and landing on the roof and rolling down and, and causing a fire. Uh, I feel like that insurance salesman was selling him something else that and he see, didn't sign on to. One of the yeah, stories said that it was his former boss who actually owned. A fifteen hundred dollar insurance policy on the Sodder house mm-hmm. and oh, had increased hmm. it to seventeen hundred and fifty dollars before yes. the fire. Oh, that's he also had tried to get George to sign another thing. What was it? A uh, it was a second policy. Yes, hmm. and he refused. And so, and so oh, it's, what was so his name? I, I didn't write down his name. I don't have his name. So look shady. Up. Yeah, look at uh, while I bring this next part up. Yeah, look that up. But it was, uh, I don't know if that's if that's not. That's just the like signed that's why confession. It's so me right then, and I was so, like, "Duh, of course this is. they kidnapped the kids." So okay, so let's. The okay, fire's a cover up. No, well, I was just gonna say, George, George Senior, and Jenny Senior, uh, the parents, do not believe that their children, those five children, perished in that fire. They did not. Well, there's no evidence, that. right? They Absolutely. didn't find no, anything. They found no, no, and 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 they would have found bone. Yeah, and that's the problem that they had with it too. They thought there's just no chance because there would. The house, and that's what we were saying before. The house only burned for forty-five yeah, minutes. Yeah, and within so it's a matter of a time thing. And was it hot? It, could it get hot enough in that short amount of time to burn to down completely? Bone? There's no way. Uh, cremate no. and literally evaporate five human bodies. And <laughs> no. the answer is no. No, and, it would have been not. a horrible scene, and, and, and it would have been. Yeah. Awful Jenny knew for them that to see. she had people from the local crematorium tell her that yep. it took you know at least two hours and about 2,000 degrees and that a house fire typically doesn't get that hot. And, you know, she burned animal bones and things herself to experiment and they just were not convinced. Um, They did say that some vertebrae were found during an excavation, but they didn't match the age or development of any of the missing kids um, or show any signs of charring. So it led most of the people to believe that they were... Because George... Not long after the fire, he bulldozed the entire area. It was only like four days, and he like filled it with a whole bunch of dirt and stuff like that, which is uh, you could kind of look at as kind of weird, you know. But we also talked about the fact that back then, you know, nobody knew about forensics and crime scenes. Yeah, they wouldn't even be thinking about that. That wasn't nobody. Nobody thought about that. You're just like, well, the house burned down. Let's tear it down. (laughs) It takes the fire department seven hours to get to a fire. There's no way they're up on like their criminal investigation unit. Yeah. Also, and and one of the interesting parts of this story, and this is what's what's weird about this, is that there's so many interesting parts to this. The fire chief, what was his name again? Morris. 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 Yeah, he confessed. Jesus. (laughs) 
to, to a fucking Morris chorus over there. <laughs> you ask us a question. Um, but he confessed at one point that he had found a human heart at the site. I love this and part. And buried it. But when they went and dug it up, like he had put it in a tin. Like, like he, he was just... in a dynamite box, actually. Oh, that's oh, what it was. A dynamite yeah. box? God. A dynamite box. He's like, so in his... A in, memorial. In, yeah, like, oh, well, I better not found tell like anybody I found a, just a heart. <laughs> So, so weird. They dig it up, and it turned out to be a beef liver. And <laughs> so most crazy. people suggest that this was actually because the fire chief felt so guilty, guilty because of his incompetence for for the way he handled the entire mm-hmm. thing. That he thought, well, maybe I'll if I bury this kind of after the fact, maybe It'll the look solders, like I care, and maybe the solders will will take this as oh they they did die, and we can be closure. He was trying to give them closure. But they never got it. Well, no, they never it's got such it. An open case. Um, well, yeah, it's it's interesting. Uh, we, you know, there there are ideas that these kids were were kidnapped. There's eyewitness statements that believe they saw the kids afterwards. We had talked about it and thought, you know, it was interesting. Perhaps these kids, when they went out to do their chores, were taken outside the house. So you know, because taking five kids from inside a house, that's yeah, that's, that's hard. Oh, and, you're gonna catch and them. one of them's four. and and oh, I'm sorry. Oh no, I was just, I was just gonna say an important fact that we were setting up previously in the facts is that when Jenny comes down, I don't know if this is after. I think it's after this phone call that she gets. She goes down to check on the kids, but she notices that the, all the lights are still on, the blinds are open, um, and Marion, the 17 year old, is sleeping on the couch. However, the so she locks the doors, you know, turns off Because the they were supposed up. to do all that they when they came in, right? They were supposed to do all of that, which is why I mentioned that, that they were, had agreed to do these things upon going to bed. So she does that, doesn't think anything of it, and goes up and goes to sleep. So, I mean, there is a strong chance mm-hmm. that those children were not even in the house Yeah, at they might have just been taken yes. from outside. Oh, yeah, because, I mean, scary. it would be really hard to go in and, and take five kids. Yeah, because like you're said, bound like, to get caught. Well, and like I was just saying, one of them's they a lived 14-year-old the, boy. Yeah, yeah, they live in the attic. And I mean, so yeah, or they, yeah, there's no way you can get five down kids sleep in the attic. But, you know, and the other thing is that people say, well, since they were in the attic, uh, they believe that the fire could have spread upwards and then worked its you know, way down, just given the natural way that fire spreads. And, and if, if there it were hadn't started with things being thrown on the right, road. <laughs> right. This is if. But yeah. and that they would have had, you know, smoke inhalation and that would have caused them. It would have kind of essentially killed them before anything else. And that's why they wouldn't have been able yeah, to that, scream that or shout, sense. you know, by being in the fire or. Or anything, but it, you know, there's. But then there, there would was be nothing. bodies. Just yeah. no there was just nothing. trace of them, and that's what that's what's so crazy about this. Had had one bone, yeah, one then you scrap. could at least be like, oh yeah, they were in there. Right, yes. it's just like um, no evidence right. of it. But there they weren't. found appliances and other things that were identifiable. I mean, certainly burned and charred, but identifiable that did not succumb to the fire. So I mean, the bones should have been there. And I mean, I think what they said was eventually the house didn't it collapse into its own basement. Mm-hmm. Yes. Which, if the bodies were in the attic, they'd be they right there. Right, been right yep. at the top. I mean, yeah. this wasn't something that would have been buried. That's yeah. so it's 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 really mysterious. Now, there are theories um, that kids, you know, there's ideas that the kids were kidnapped, um, or you know, I I don't know. I, I mean, if they went outside. Um, maybe these people were coming to burn the house down and they saw these five kids and they said, well, we can't just kill these kids. 
And so they took the kids, but then they killed the other kids. I mean, or yeah. they, they, they were going to burn the other kids. Like, <laughs> well, I, we'll save half. It, it doesn't, yeah, it's weird. And I mean, there's the, the thought of like, maybe they were trying to, um, because they were young, they could reappropriate them and, and align their, their beliefs uh, that were more in line with, with in favor of Mussolini and the, uh, the outlook of Italy at the time. So, you know, but even if you look at that, like we'd said before, he, there's some of them that like, Maurice was 14. Martha was 12. I mean, these are kids who are old enough to know defend what's going themselves. On, yeah. They know what's going on. Remember they their can... former life. Yeah, totally. Right. So even if they were, you know, kind of uprooted and put somewhere else, they, they certainly know where they came from. But, I mean, I don't know if it was, you know, a case of trying to, of they were able to turn the kids against the parents. But, I mean, then what did they say that the kids would have possibly just gone along left? with? Yeah. Because people had seen them. There was a lady like at a truck stop about what? Yeah, wasn't there a waitress or something who gave them breakfast? Mm -hmm. She said she served them breakfast Christmas morning. And then they were with two two women and two men and that all of them were of Italian descent and were speaking Italian to each other. And when she tried to be friendly with the kids, um, they they were kind of hostile towards her. So um, and, and there were other people that had seen these kids said that they stayed at a hotel. And I mean, so there's sightings of these and. People would see them in a vehicle while the house was ablaze, driving kind of away from, away town. from mm-hmm. town. Oh, my yeah, God. Yeah, you mentioned most so, of the sightings. I was oh going to say there God. was the, the woman who claimed she saw all five kids in a car, mm-hmm. the waitress who said she served them breakfast on Christmas, uh, and then the car left with a with, had the Florida plates. Yeah. Um, yeah. The witness who said she checked the five kids into the hotel with the two men and the two women. And, um, and then there was later reports um, throughout, because the, this became something that that these this family never tired of this. He put up a sign that stayed up for 40 years. Yes. Um, and then every few years there was a, a spark or a little thing that, that, you know, for instance, one report said that uh, one of the daughters was living in a convent at one point. That yeah. She had, had become a nun. Yeah. Um, and then there was the photo. The, uh, the Lu- Lewis. The Lewis Sauter photo. Yeah. Um, it, was, it was a photo that was sent to them that allegedly showed... The Lewis Sauter now grown up. Um, I, oh, not, it said his it name on the back, in right? What, Kentucky, I believe. Yeah, yeah. Kentucky. It and, said, "I want to find the quote of the actual letters." I've got I it think, here. Oh, Yo, you've got it. Okay. It said, "Lewis Sauter, I love brother Frankie. Ill lil boys. So I L I L boys. Mm-hmm. Ill lil boys. A nine O one three two or three five. Yep. What does that mean? I love brother Frankie, ill ill boys. Some some people who have done searches on the internet have said that the the number if if you if you look at it, it coincides with um area, an, yeah, an area code. An right? area code that used to used to um be in Palermo, Italy. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, oh, wow. You know, here's one thing, I if I'm not mistaken, Maybe there's some Italian professors out there that listen to us. But I think if it's because it's like I-L-I-L, right? Ill yeah. little boys. Ill little boys. I believe that in Italian, it's if if it's I-L, that's kind of like you say it Lee, like l'italiano. So I don't That could be like Lee boys. Like Lee it could boy. be an Italian um, dialect or what is a stem yeah. word or root or whatever huh. it is. But hmm. I don't know. That's interesting. So that it is could interesting. be like a direct, like a, I don't know, but why was it from Kentucky? I don't know. It's and that's, that's the thing about this case 
is that that's really all there is. There, there's, there was never any advancements made yeah. other than that. These, these people still to this day, like I said, the remaining members of this family, no idea what happened to these kids. Yeah. None of these kids ever showed up. Nobody ever said it was us. There was never. And from 1945. From 1945. That's crazy to me. I feel like there's so many kids like. Sylvia, the one that's two, is like still somebody alive. somebody could come and forward yeah. and she's, be like, yes. oh, I know what happened. Yeah, wow. so long yeah. ago. There it's, has to be somebody who knows. Really, honestly, and uh, I, mean, I mean, you would think that like Maurice or Martha would have at least been able to say what had happened, like reach out, write a letter, anything. Anything. Um, I know that they went back and excavated the area where the house was, and they were able to find like I th- believe four pieces of a vertebrae. Uh, that yeah, they he said, brought that up, but it oh, was the wrong age or something. It, well, it was, it was, he was of the right, kind of of the right age. Well, it was a male from about like what, 11 to 17 or 17, 17 to 16 to 17 or something. Yeah. So they didn't have one of fitting that type. So they kind of believed that it was from the dirt that George had put there mm-hmm. from the house. When he was filling it in. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Which then we got on that topic and we're like, well, then where did that come from? But I know. Maybe it's like from the war. I don't know. From- yeah. Yes, it was Virginia. Is that what you said it was? Yeah, West, yeah, West Virginia. Virginia. So I guess that could have been related to that, but I don't know. It's it's just one of those things where you look at these cases and you just you you realize that these people had never had any closure. Whether it's you know, oh my kids were kidnapped and they were brainwashed and they were taken from me and they they hated me. They were told lies. They were they were killed. Anything like yeah. like I can't imagine. First of all. What ha- I mean, how your George and Jenny, your house burns down on Christmas Eve. Oh, it's so you awful. You lose everything you have. And then you think your kids are dead. And then you can't find them. You realize they're not dead. But now you have, you've lost your life and you've, you're, you're going, but but where? But now what do I do? I don't, I mean, it, I, the helplessness of that. I mean, that's why there was a sign up for 40 years. That, the why they never gave up. Because it's just, it's just. So, yeah, you can, it never gets easier. No. Because there's no closure. There's no so answers. Tragic. It makes me, like, if it was a kidnapping, like, how evil is that? Like, yeah. to do it on Christmas mm-hmm. Eve, you know, like, that is dark and yeah. evil right there. I guess George saw, like, a picture of a of some schoolgirls or something in a in a newspaper from, I think, New York. And he thought that it was potentially Betty, I think, was his five-year-old daughter. And he thought that it looked just like her. And so he tried to go follow up on this. And when he went to New York, the parents of this little girl refused to meet with him. So, I mean, I don't know if, like, they were just were avoiding press or whatever it may yeah. be. But, or I a mean, crazy man thinks yeah, your kid's his daughter. Yeah, they might be freaked right. out. You know, right. I mean, probably so, would say no And you, and you well. probably wouldn't want to introduce her to that if yeah. she is young. Because that would just, you know, plant seeds so in her strange. brain. So I mean, I don't know, but they wouldn't meet with him. And mm-hmm. then, you know, there was the Lewis picture. And then there was another thing that um, I thought was interesting because it was a tip that came uh, from from or about something from Florida, which was interesting because of the plates that Plate. uh, yeah. the, the waitress saw. So I don't know. It's a, it's a, a very fascinating. But I guess, it, yeah, George followed up on all of those and. And see, unlike Hinterkaifeck, that's the thing is like, and, and you referenced that earlier, where it's just, nope, you know, no answers at all. 
this guy lived. I mean, it wasn't the whole family died and nobody ever had any, yeah. you know, or they just disappeared. He lived and he investigated every tip yeah. he Never could gave find. up. Never gave oh, up. So and, sad. and yet nothing. And so, I don't know. What do you, what, okay, so let me just ask you this. Do either of you believe that those five kids died in that fire? No, absolutely not. Didn't they hire a detective too? And didn't the detective go missing? Yeah, yes. that's a. Yeah. I forgot yes. about that part until right he now because when one, George was looking into it, he was the one following up on the picture of of oh, Lewis Sauter. Oh, okay. So he went to Kentucky. That was it, and that was the last place they saw him or heard from him. Because if you Kentucky. hire a private investigator and then he goes missing, I would mm-hmm. be like, there is something, something going on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just thought of something. Okay, uh, and and maybe I'm way off my fucking rocker here. But I remember watching Goodfellas in Casino, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and they talked about movies. how the mafia bosses couldn't go anywhere near Chicago, couldn't go anywhere near the big cities, oh, Vegas. Yeah. So they set up these mafia, these fake businesses, these business fronts in places that no one would look, like Kentucky and Alabama, and these, you know, these these. Places they could just dominate, they could dominate the area. And just just yeah. have meetings and not worry about being looked at by the feds. So that is interesting now that I'm thinking about that, that maybe the Midwest does have a, a mafia tie. If this guy went poking his nose around and disappeared, that does make sense if he's messing with the mafia. It doesn't make sense why the mafia would just take these kids if they just assume that's why i think there's something else going on with george well, you know unless yeah, yeah right like he did something like he did something like or he, he wouldn't do something, something. Mm-hmm. like i feel like he right. went against a really strong organization and yeah. i mean because i like there's right. what else is stronger i mean when you look at it that's like, it's like unless politics it's a government and the mafia. Yeah. right i mean <laughs> right. That, that can either disappear a private investigator or can you know that's 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 a big yeah that's a lot of power and yeah. i mean if look if you go to burn down a house and you want to make it look like an electrical fire, right? You Because there were no criminal charges. But we said, oh, yes, this is arson. We must look into yeah. it. They said it's a, 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 an there electrical were, there fire. There was a witness pretty much saying it was arson, too. I saw too. Bomb, balls yeah. of light being tossed. So you get there, and there's these kids outside. They see you. You're there. You have a choice. You either kidnap, you either kill these kids, and then people realize these kids were dead before the fire, or you take the kids... Or you come back and your plan's ruined. So I feel like it makes sense. People show up and these kids are outside and they take the kids and they just feel, figure we'll do something with them later. I mean, yeah, here's the thing. Like, the the guy, the, the two men that were seen outside the house that were identified and were interviewed that admitted to, you know, stealing the block and tackle and clipping the telephone uh, line would have almost undoubtedly had to have been outside or um, in the area that the time that the the five solder children were either outside or still awake because she received the call from the, the you know the strange phone call and went downstairs. I I think that's how it happened. Mm-hmm. And and all the lights were still on and and so either the children had already been taken from that time or they were at least outside because we know that the dude cut the telephone. Um, right. See, I think, it, I so, think I mean, it was. He would have almost had to see the kids. I, well, I think it was premeditated to take the kids. I don't think the fire was what necessary. I think the fire was a cover up to take the kids. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, do you think, I think what, that's why there purpose? was a fire? Who knows? A lot of people speculate Whatever was, that life insurance guy was saying, yeah. like, there's something weird about this Unle- whole thing. Unless it was literally like the biggest 
Like you go with us and we're taking your kids and now we're taking your kids. What would sting worse is if we burn your house down and take your five youngest children that, well, other than Sylvia. But but also the the people who burned the house down couldn't guarantee that George and Jenny were going to get out and get that fuck you. Well, I don't, I agree. I don't know that they had ever intended for them to live or to make it out alive, but I don't know why that, because people had speculated that the kids had been sold uh, to orphanages, and I don't mm-hmm. know if that was like a lucrative deal back then to sell kids. I Maybe mean, like the black market or something. Yeah, but because of because of how um, you know the places that they ended up varied so much, mm-hmm. um, rather than being all together. And and some people think they might have been taken to Italy. So I don't know if it's like they genuinely just pulled them out so that they would they go. These are five kids who we can still are impressionable, and we can make them have the the beliefs that you know we want them to believe in that align with, you know, the Italian beliefs and Mussolini, all that stuff. Or if it was just, I don't know. Yeah. They were taken and then Who knows? sold. I don't, but they were uh, supposedly spotted 50 miles from their so home. Crazy. So crazy. I don't know. I don't know. So crazy. I've, it's, yeah, it really is one of those ones that just, it leaves you, it leaves you feeling so kind of incomplete because every time you start going down a rabbit hole with this thing and you start going, okay, well, what if they were... Well, no, that doesn't make any sense because why would they just take the kid? And then you just you keep talking yourself out of a solution and there doesn't seem to be a logical one. Yeah. And it's like if the kids really died, then why did that detective go missing when he yeah. was looking into it further? You know, right. like it seems like there's still a cover up going right. on. And I don't know why. How How is it possible that it's just like everybody was out to get the Sauter family that night? Why was the the two thieves there, and then essentially like they are might we, have been? Are we, we to believe that they're they're not the dudes who threw the the well the town like collectively decided that it was bad wiring? You know what I mean? Right. So it sounds kind of like the town was against him already, mm-hmm. and they wouldn't look into it further. Right. So and we don't. And to be fair, you know, it's like you get these these reports right after the fact. And and the house burns down, and then people go, well, you know, jo- old George Sauter was like, so who knows what George was doing? Maybe yeah, George was no really idea. outspoken. Maybe we he was no annoying. Idea. Maybe he was, you know, we don't really we don't really know what his character was like. I mean, he seems like a hardworking guy who just had to support ten kids. I don't know how much time you can have for rabble rousing. Yeah, no kidding. When you have to feed when fucking ten so kids from twenty three to two. I don't know. So, what do you guys? What what is your I, solution what is your i don't know theory i don't I i'm not convinced they died in the fire i'm i'm with i'm with jenny and george senior on that i'm with you on that too i just don't think they did i think that there There's wasn't no evidence. there was none no evidence not one piece of bone not one even piece of spontaneous anything. human combustion leaves behind bones. that's true <laughs> right in there fact, just wasn't anything and it's interesting we just and and we talked about it at the, at the beginning of the episode we just watched the last episode of the hh holmes thing and part of that was her taking pig bones to a crematorium because hh holmes had a crematorium in his basement where he allegedly you know would burn bo- bodies and they were trying to figure out how much would be left behind? And they talked about, you know, at 1,600 degrees or whatever, at two hours, that's about how long it takes for... And so you're right. There's no way that a house fire would have gotten that hot or burned that long. It, it's, it's 9-11 all well, over again. Well, in this just, case. In this yeah, particular... Because, yeah. because this one only burned for 45 minutes. Right. Yeah. And, and you, they're just and saying there's in just that not time, enough time. not enough time to... to Five to, One, bodies. get that Let's... hot and to 
just completely disintegrate the bodies into right. nothingness. And let's let's be fair. Five bodies. This yeah. isn't one right. yeah. body. This right. is five. Oh, well, they were children. They were small. No. Not necessarily. He was a teen. There were two good-sized kids, teenage yeah. kids, and yeah. then the other. Five bodies. You don't find a bone scrap. You don't find anything. Not a, not, it would have been, it wouldn't have been, you would have found charred bodies. You would have found a, it would have been a horrible, grotesque scene. And so, thank God it wasn't. Thank God that they didn't do that, but not for their peace of mind, because now they just have no idea where their kids are for the rest of their lives. And that one, like I said, that one sister, the youngest one, Sylvia, Sylvia. Mm-hmm. she's still alive. She still yeah. remembers and growing up. And she still up. does not believe that her siblings died in the fire either, so. No. Uh, I don't know, it's really weird but i just i can't get past the uh two older children maurice and martha who were 14 and 12 and just would you would think somehow some way you know even a, a deathbed confession or whatever it may be would, <laughs> i know would that's have what i would say by said, now you know i i know i remember being here and i had to leave my home or i would have just told someone i don't know it seems like Something is out there. Yeah. Some shred of information. I Anything. But Betty I, could be alive, too. She was only five. Yeah. The the other, the youngest of the ones that were missing. That's right. Anyhow, she was five. I mean, to be fair, as uh, even the even the older ones uh, could be old people at this point still. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not, it was the 40s. It wasn't the 1800s. Like, you know, um, and, and it, but it, but it, again, it, it really is interesting how it ties into the this, this stuff they were talking about with homes where, it was like you you could just get on a steamer, and that's this was their justification for how he could have gotten to to England or just gotten back. Is you can just get on a steamer and give a different name and, and go, just go. Yeah, and in this case, just go. Yes, these are my children. Yeah, these are my kids. No, that's all it would take. Oh, you don't have ID for the kids, ma'am. We need to see your, your passports. For no, we don't have that back then. It was just these are my kids. Fine, okay, get on, get yeah. get on. And you just, just on a ship. write a name on a piece of paper. That's and, all it takes. And then after long enough time, you know, these kids just, that's their new life. What are they going to do? Mm-hmm. Get to a phone and call home? You know, get, I mean, especially if they were taken to Italy, there's an idea is if these kids didn't grow up speaking Italian and they were immediately taken to Italy, they wouldn't have been able to tell anybody anything. And by the time, you know, then they get to speak Italian and pretty soon over the years, it's just, that's what it is. I mean, but that doesn't, again, just like I just said, and then I go, but. They were older kids. I I remember 14 and, and right, prior clearly. to. Yeah, and like, if I was younger, clearly. no that, way. That's but a very impressionable time. You, and would, I, you, I, would, you yeah. would remember. And I don't think, enough, this, I I don't think this has anything to do with anything like, <laughs> they were brainwashed by the... I, so I yeah. can't like get any kind of really far fringe theory that lets me think these kids were brainwashed or culted or anything. It just seems like, you know, some... Some Italians were pissed at another guy, and the mafia may have gotten involved, and they take this kids. But, but why and how and why? That's and the mystery. That's go? all the mystery. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. So, and, and none of it, none of it makes you feel good because, because if we, they if just we, up and vanished. Right. Because if we believe that they uh, were taken from the home, then that you would almost have to believe that they were alive because otherwise they would have just allowed them to die in the fire with the rest of the family. So you go then. Well, if they were alive and they were taken. Then what happened? Right. Yeah. Because it's not like they just yeah. took them and then killed them. Because yeah. what's the point? What was the point of any of that then? They had right. to take them for a reason. What would the reason be? Where would they go where they wouldn't be able to speak to someone or tell the story or, you know, I don't know. It is. This is a crazy one. It is because you just, none of the answers of to what happened to those kids make sense at all. Yeah. At all. 
I, I, I don't know. It's sad. it is sad. It is a sad one. It's a very mysterious, uh, unsettling case. That um, yeah, and and it just it's one of those things that just sucks because you you go back and and there's just no forensics. There's just not something or a crime scene picture or a yeah. picture of the house burning or a picture of the rubble or any of that. And I'm not really sure what None of that more exists. tragic to believe like that you know that they were all five of them were killed in a fire on Christmas Eve because that's pretty hard to stomach as that's a parent. Awful. You know, or that they actually survived but they were taken somehow and somewhere and you were never able to see them again. I mean, either way you cut it, it's a pretty tragic it's thing. Awful. So I don't know what's more hopeful or uh hopeless to believe i mean because one way you could look at it and go well you know what i get some closure in believing that they died in the fire but then i'm also sad because then they died in the fire right or i can think maybe they lived but if they lived then they were taken from everything they knew and were never able to contact anybody and and however that happened would have to be a very strange circumstance so it's it's weird either way you cut it yeah yeah i uh i can't imagine living with that you know, I, I with any of these disappearances, the disappearances yeah. we talked about with, uh, you know, Dave Politis' theory about the uh, national parks, any of the ones we talked about in any of our mysterious disappearance episodes, uh, any of these crimes that leave people with no answers, it just it's it's awful. Awful. It is, and and studying this stuff, I mean, it just it just leaves a lump in your stomach because oh, you constantly sit there and just. Run it in your head you. and go. Know. What could happen? Okay, well, if they were outside, but, 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 but why would they take the kids? And wouldn't the kids yell? Wouldn't they scream? You know, it's the same oh, thing. You hear it's something? the same thing when we studied Hinterkaifeck, and I just you just kept going. Okay, well, how why would he get them one there at a time? And and you know, and well, and, my so. math books in high school used to be these really complex, you know, problems and story Hate problems. Story in the problems. Beginning. Yes, but then there was also the back of the book. That had, had the, the answers. answers. We need the and back of the book. And that's what I want for these is the back of the book to these missing people. We totally people. And need it the just, back of the it book. Just, it kills me every time. It's like I just always want to go somewhere and go, it's here. The answer's here. Like like there's some kind of global surveillance system that is, <laughs> would know everything at all times. And you could tap into it and go, oh, what happened here on this date? Let me show you. Like it's, you know what I mean? Like I'm it's sure you guys. Somewhere, but I'm sure you guys weird. liked Unsolved Mysteries. Oh, freak oh. yeah. That I always, scared the shit out of me. I, I watched stack. the fuck out of <laughs> Unsolved Mysteries. Oh, His voice was so scary. Oh my God. But they would always do. <laughs> exactly. They'd always do the updates. Like I yes. always want an update yes. of like. Update. Mm-hmm. And okay. you, you yeah. remember the episode. And you know, and then you know. Two yeah, you instantly ago, remember covered. it. Oh, I love those. Closure. Those yeah. were feels so good. That's what we need. And these so. don't. And that's why that's why these are so kind of frustrating to study because you just you just you you get all of these facts and all of these these different conflicting reports and no closure and totally. none none. There's nothing. So we're hard. not. It's just it's 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 frustrating. Yep. Mm. I can't imagine like being a, a cop assigned to a cold case where you're just literally staring. At at just no answers, just yeah. trying to you know, and somebody's out there, kids. Yeah, especially when it's kids, when it's it's kids. So hard. just doesn't make any sense. Know. And in this case, I mean, it's you've got you've got all of all of the 
the perfect ingredients. You've mm-hmm. got the mafia. You've got political mm-hmm. dissension. Ties to other countries. You've got ties to other things. countries. Yep. You've got um, multiple eyewitness accounts. Bungled police work. Mm-hmm. No, uh, totally. Suspicious uh, insurance salesman. Yeah. I mean, maybe yeah. that's and his mafia cover. And yeah. thieves outside. This is a movie waiting to happen. Totally. I mean, this, if you wrote this movie, you'd go, well, okay. That wouldn't really happen. Yeah. But what but happened to the kids? You'd yep. be pissed at the end. What happened? <laughs> Don't just fade to black and say the kids were never found. Yeah. Tell me what happened. And that's that, that's I mean, what this I think is. Unless there's some kind of a documented paper trail, because unfortunately with time, I feel like that's that is a detriment to this. Obviously, as with most cases, is that, you know, living people who could either come forward or things like that die off. And so the story or the secret goes with them. But unless there's like some kind of documented paper trail that says, you know, we obtained these children, they're mm-hmm. here, and it, and it says, you know, Lewis went to this place, he went to Kentucky, and, and Martha went here to a, 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 a convent or whatever it is. I mean, other than that, like, I don't know how we'll ever get answers to this. This is the flip side of my paranoia. Like, thank God the televisions are all listening to us, you know? Like, yeah. The TVs will know. Oh, thank God I'm being tracked. Yeah. <laughs> thank right. goodness I'm being tracked by oh, my cell phone. Right. If I get right. kidnapped, they can right. look at my cell phone. It's like, I don't know. let's microchip everyone right. <laughs> so it's, we can always find out what well, happened. Yeah. And sometimes that works. And other times there's just, I don't know. We watched that show. What is it? See No Evil. I think we've mentioned that yep. before. That basically does that kind of, they deconstruct crimes based on finding uh, CCTV footage oh, and piecing cool. it together. Way it's, cool. it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. So I'm with you. It can either help us or it can, yeah. it can hurt us. I, um, I'm I'm with both of you. I none of us are buying it. <laughs> I do not I for know. one second believe that those kids died in that fire. Yep. From that point on, though, I am I am. I have no clueless. idea what happened. Where did they go? They didn't die in the fire. Nothing. And how come they couldn't say anything? Like what? It doesn't make any sense. Unless you literally, but say you look at mafia the, secrets and stuff. For and the I mean, some of, of them take it to their grave. Sure. Like they yeah. really do. Yeah. For the rest of their lives, they were surrounded by only people who spoke Italian. Yeah, that could. But, be. The, but then again, they were in Italy. They could write. But why would you say you're kind of getting into Italian right now? Here's the thing, right? Let me ask you a question. Why didn't they say some at breakfast? They clearly are somewhere with beard people right. on Christmas fucking morning right. I mean, having breakfast. 14. Why? Is 14. Why don't you just say, it? hi, yes, I'd like the pancakes and bacon and these people don't speak English and they kidnapped us. Can you call my family? My house burned down. They were probably people they knew, though. That, or, but yeah. That's what I'm thinking. Otherwise, they would have made noise when they were getting kidnapped. You all know? of it goes Maybe. back. All know. of it goes back to what you guys both said about what made George leave Italy. Yes. Yeah. Something's going on with George. Did George did George maybe was he like was he in the mafia and he left? Did he was like you said did he not do something? Did he do something? I don't know. Cuz it doesn't like I can't I just it wasn't like these kids were panicked, and it wasn't like these people were like trying to hide the kids. Mm-hmm. They fucking took them to took breakfast. Them to right. <laughs> so um, my thing is like, what or did they these, tell the kids? Or were these not the kids? Are we? Are we? Right, right. And maybe, maybe these sightings are not legitimate. And that's the other thing is right. Is, but it is interesting that they would be with people who, like they said, were of Italian descent, speaking Italian to each other. Right. If it's not super common within that area, and common to see them acting that way, you know what I mean. 
much rather than being more um cult, culture what's the word uh, uh what's the word <laughs> i have no idea culturalized to this right like they would have been acting more american is what i'm trying to right. say so they wouldn't have been trying to act so italian and stand out yeah um, it doesn't that's the thing is there's no part of this that seemed like they were trying to but to, if they were keeping a secret they had to speak in italian but, I, but what? <laughs> you know what i mean <laughs> but what what why did the kids just talk english or the waitress would know but what did they tell the kids that the kids were just fine sitting there being quiet like why even bother going into public with right. children yeah why bother taking them to breakfast you would just have food for them in a warehouse that you right you know where every pit stop that you made on getting them out of this area you wouldn't take them public places unless you would unless because... you said hey look your parents are going to meet us or i i, I don't yeah. know i don't know <laughs> You're helping what? me find my lost puppy. Do you guys okay. yeah. see here's, here's here's <laughs> like getting kidnapped. Yeah, no, Will none you of help it. me find none my lost I can't, dog. I can't. I, I start getting ideas, and I go, no, that doesn't make any sense. See, none nothing of it makes, makes sense. any sense. I can't. I can't wrap my brain around it. The only thing that makes sense is that all of those sightings, aside from the kids in the car, all the public sightings, the kids at the hotel, the kids at the diner, none of it's real. Or it was somebody else. Like, what I mean is it doesn't tie yeah, into this story. Uh, yeah. That's the only way it makes sense. And those kids really died in the fire. And that's tragic. But, I but mean, the, it, but could, it could just be... What if they <laughs> we did? already I'm all saying, decided. I'm saying, look, <laughs> look, if they didn't die in the fire and they were kidnapped and they were just taken and maybe killed or maybe whatever or sold, that makes sense. What doesn't make sense is them being seen at breakfast the next day or seen and not saying anything. So if you remove yeah, I those... I don't understand that either. If you remove those and say those kids weren't those kids then those kids could have just been, I don't know why they were taken, unless it was just to look, we can't like have kids with bullets in their head. And we can't be <laughs> shooting kids and killing kids, so let's just put them in the car and we'll go kill them down the road or something. But they, but then why burn the, the house why down with the rest them? of the people? Yeah. Why wouldn't they just execute George? Because they wanted Mafia to make it look like, like, like an electrical fire so that it wasn't tied back to criminal organization. There was no kind of investigation. Sure, sure. But so, then, I mean, I don't know, but, but why, then why take the kids? Because this is why because they couldn't put the kids back inside and burn the house down. So maybe the mafia assumed if they burn the house down and everybody died, they just go, well, everybody died. All the whole family is dead in the fire. And they're not going to because, again, forensics aren't a thing. They're not going where we're going to scrape through for bone fragments. They just go, look, the bodies are in there. Everybody's dead because the house burned down. So they took the kids. So as not to appear like, well, these kids had bullet holes in their heads when they were killed. (laughs) And they just assumed the rest of the family would die. And when they didn't, they said, fuck. And they just took the kids oh. and did something else with so them. So maybe, maybe the entire family actually genuinely would have perished in the fire had the other kids not wanted to stay up late. But maybe right. because they did, um, they kind of foiled that plan, so to speak, and or they changed had to it. Improvise. And they had to improvise and then just decide to remove them rather than <laughs> kill them there kill and make them. a bigger scene. Right. They just figured, no, well, we can't make it look like a crime. They they couldn't put them back in and go, now go to sleep. Yeah, and then we're going to burn the house down. Right. So they have to take it somewhere else and just assume that people will think it's a crime. And then when the the family got out. Didn't George work for the life insurance guy? Like, wasn't that allegedly his boss? That's what we were saying. Maybe he he wanted the kids as workers for him, too. You know what I'm saying? Like, maybe he was taking them to work for him. Like, 
He Give could've. me your firstborn son, you know, yeah. like some kind of weird. I mean, yeah. I know it wasn't the firstborn son because yeah, he was I, at war, but and I mean, he could have just taken out life insurance policies. I on feel all like of them. if those kids, them, they, if oh, they were up, or maybe they it were was awake. on the whole family, and mm-hmm. he wanted them all to die. Or if they were up and they were just awake, I feel like maybe they were just. Yeah. The guys were like, we, like, we can't well, just I guess shoot we these just gotta take the kids with us. Go in and go to sleep. Put them in there. Throw the things. Let's get out of here. Yeah. Fuck with it later. Run away with them. So. I don't know. Oh, it's crazy. That's uh, it, it's there's so many of these little speculations we could get yeah. into, but yeah. I don't know. Um, it's a strange case. Look into it. There's not a lot more information than what we've given you. No, hundred percent. So I mean, you <laughs> guys can kind detectives. of yeah, yeah, you guys can kind of look into this um, for yourself. Uh, before we get out of here, I do want to give a few shout outs to some other podcasts that uh, if you guys really like what we do, um, I think you guys would dig these guys. Uh, so check out, here's a few that you can check out. They're on all the same places that you're listening to us. Um, one of the, one of our favorites that we've kind of discovered monsters among us with, uh, with Derek. Great. What's his last name? Derek Hayes. Derek Hayes. That's right. I want to say white, but that didn't sound right. Nope. Derek Hayes. Uh, Derek Hayes from the monsters. He's got, he's so funny. He's so- good evening. <laughs> Thank you. Trust me. That for was good. Listening. <laughs> Our next caller, yeah, he's great. The fantastic. It's it's all listener submissions. Oh, cool. So if you like the listener submissions and stories we do here once in a while, his is just all that, and it's really fantastic. Um, another one that's uh, really great is Bob Shoy uh, from the UK. His Weird Tales and the Unexplainable podcast. It's him and his buddies uh, Tiss and Beef, and they they. They do it in a great accent. Yeah, it's a lot of fun to listen to them talk about <laughs> ghosts and stuff. They, um, oh, boy, they don't like it. They don't like getting scared, but it's fun <laughs> to listen to. They're great. And I would really suggest listening to them. Into the Fray Radio, um, great stories of of kind of, you know, really deep uh, monsters and cryptids and things and, and disappearances and stories. Um, also, the Secret Transmission podcast. Um, big fan of them. I just recently discovered them, and they've got some. Uh, uh, cover a lot of the same stuff we do. Um, also, kind of in a in a uh, kind of a comical way, but instead of doing a lot of research in advance, they just kind of get and kind of do it together as, and, they, go. as they go, and it's really fun to listen cool. to. So, if you like listening to what we do, um, there's a few that you guys can check out. So, go and hit and subscribe, and find them on social media. Also, find us on social media. Um, go and like our Facebook page, uh, follow us on Twitter, uh, follow us on Instagram. Um, and please, this is one other thing that I, I just want to ask you guys to do. Um, go to your, go to your laptop or your desktop and get, go to your iTunes. Um, I've asked people to do this before to rate the show or to write a review and it helps us kind of move up the rankings. If we have a bunch of ratings and we have a bunch of reviews, it makes us look good. Um, right now we don't. So, you know, I, you can only imagine how that looks to, to everyone. Start reviewing so us. So go to iTunes. Tell us we're pretty. Yeah. We need to hear it. We need compliments. you can't do it on your app. You can't, you can't do it on your iTunes app here or your yeah, Stitcher app. Yeah, it has to be so a computer. Go to your computer, your, your, your desktop, your laptop, and bring up your iTunes and find us in, in the podcast section. It's very easy. I'm going to tell you how to do it. Just Area 52 and click on us. And then it'll say rate, leave a review or rate. And just do that. And, um, you know, preferably five stars. I was going to leave a review that's going to say, stop asking us to leave reviews. (laughs) Here's your review. Um, But no, we'd really appreciate that if you guys would take the time to do that. And just let us know that you're out there. Because honestly, 
I, I feel like only the people who interact with us are the people who listen. And if, it, you know, so I, I want to think that there's more than a handful of you listening. And so interact with us. Let us know you're out there. Um, you can find us all. Melissa, where can they find you online? Uh, Melissa Merlot at, uh, at Twitter and Instagram. That's my address on there. And I'm on Facebook, too. Okay. And uh, Danny? What? Where can people find you online? <laughs> oh. <laughs> You got the best name ever. Oh, uh, my. I like your Instagram name. My Instagram is Tall Glass of Whoop Ass. And. Uh, <laughs> so good. And uh, my Twitter is at Dose of Danimal. There's underscores between the words because I did that 10 years ago. So. And then <laughs> and then if people want to see your wrestling work, it's on YouTube. Just oh, YouTube.com. Yeah, YouTube.com slash Marty Daniels. I have all of my matches that occur. M A R T I Daniels. Yes, M A R T I Daniels. Right. Uh, also, likewise, Facebook, Marty Daniels. Yeah. If you guys want to know what I do uh, outside of this, too, you can go to MarcusAndGuy.com. Um, I'm part of a comedy duo now, uh, but that also has individual pages. that has links to this podcast, the other podcast I do, clips of uh, comedy, clips from the ghost hunting show, ghost hopping, which you can also find on YouTube. So all of that, hey, you can do that, and um, so please do. And uh, then just subscribe to the feed on iTunes for the Utah Podcast Network, because then you won't only get us, but you'll get all the shows on the Utah Podcast Network. And there's a lot of great podcasts on here from a lot of great uh, creative individuals. So so do that. And uh, we appreciate thank it. You. We really do. Thank, thank you. you so much. Other than that, I guess, I guess, yeah. With, we're I want to do another missing person. There's oh so my many. God. I just, here's the thing. Is as as, I, was, as oh. I was doing this, I realized that we had actually done research for another one that we didn't even get a chance to get to. We did I'm a glad, couple though, of them. I, I like that we stuck it with this because there's yeah. a lot of people I want to go over, like uh, Johnny Gosh or Johnny right. Gosh or however you say his name, but like. There's some interesting missing people cases that I love. I kept to go getting through. led back to the smiley face killer. Oh, I still want to do one with the smiley face killer. Because that let's, was freaking me out. Let's do that. Mm-hmm. We could also do one based on the other ones we had left today. Just do uh, one about disappearances on cruise ships. That bothered oh, yeah. me because I really want to go on a cruise next yeah. year. And I'm mad at you guys. I know. <laughs> so, we want to cruise. And I'm like still very hesitant, hesitant to go. Because oh, I was I excited about all shit until happening. I watched all this stuff. Yeah. So maybe maybe because we did, uh, we didn't, we've did we done the research, maybe we can just do a two-part and just do another disappearance next week. And maybe something will yeah, figure we'll it figure out. Yeah, we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. Nobody good. disappear until then. Yes. Yeah, so stay. <laughs> stay appeared. Stay here. <laughs> stay appeared. <laughs> That's it. You know what? That's where we're going to end. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, stay appeared. And hey, we'll see you next time.